Good morning. This is morning prayer for Holy Saturday, Saturday, April the 16th, the day between Good Friday, when we remember Christ's death at the cross, and Easter Sunday when we celebrate his resurrection. O Lord, on this morning, as I enter into this time of prayer, Lord, I come because you call me to yourself in prayer. So Lord, I hear now your call from the 102nd Psalm. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. Lord, thank you that you call me to you, O Lord. And Lord, I turn my heart now to the ancient prayers of your people. Psalm 88. O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you, incline your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am a man who has no strength, like one set loose among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember no more, for they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark and deep. Your wrath lies heavy upon me, and you overwhelm me with all your waves. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eye grows dim through sorrow. Every day I call upon you, O Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are your wonders known in the darkness or your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But I, O Lord, cry to you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. O Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? Afflicted and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors, I am helpless. Your wrath has swept over me, your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me together. You have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My companions have become darkness. This is the word of the Lord. Lord, I praise you for your word, which I have heard over me. Lord, that you have been at work in your people throughout generations and generations. You have spoken to them. And Lord, you speak to me now. So Lord, on this morning, I adore you. Lord, I give you praise uh, for this new day. Lord, this is the day that you have made, and so I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, I praise you because you have made me. Lord, you've known me. You've fashioned me together in my mama's belly. And Lord, you are always with me. So Lord, I pray that during this time of prayer, as I reach out to you from the inside, Lord, that you would, by your spirit, 
give me the sense that you are with me. Lord, that you would speak to me again. That you would open uh, the eyes of my heart. That I would see you and rejoice in you. And, O oh Lord, I open my heart and my mind again to your good word from the New Testament. This is a reading from Matthew 27. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Aramatha named Joseph, who also was a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there, sitting opposite the tomb. Next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that imposter said while he was still alive, After three days I will rise. Therefore, order the tomb to be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people he has risen from the dead, and the last fraud will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go, make it as secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard. This is the word of the Lord. Lord, thank you um, for your word. It's true. Lord, the grass withers, the flower fades, and your word stands forever. And Lord, on this morning, as I turn to you, I know that I'm not alone. Lord, you are with me, but also all of my sisters and brothers around the world. Lord, I'm gathered with them, and not just them, even Lord, my sisters and brothers throughout time who have called on your name and walked with you and had life in you, Lord Jesus, they're gathered around you now and we all gather together. And Lord, we confess the same faith. And so, Lord, I take this time on this Saturday morning to remind myself and to declare the truth about who you are and what this world is with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And Lord, as I've uh, proclaimed this faith, proclaimed this life in you with my sisters and brothers throughout time and around the world, Lord, I lift up my voice to you, particularly with my sisters and brothers from Thailand. 
Lord, show us deeply how important it is to be useless. Lord, I say that again because I need to hear it again in your presence. And I ask you, Lord, show me deeply how important it is to be useless. Lord, as I I abide in you and sit in prayer, having heard your word, Lord, I, I come to you knowing that it's not my gifts or my failures that I bring before you, nothing that I do, none of the works of my hands. But Lord, I simply come to you as one who you've created. Lord, you know me and you love me as I am. And Lord Jesus, you have come and made yourself one of us and lived and died and been raised and descended to the throne Lord, to save me and to count me as one of your people. And so, Lord, I simply rest knowing how weak and limited I am, how conflicted I am, and yet, Lord, how glorious you make me because you filled me with yourself. Lord, there's so much on my mind and on my heart. So many feelings and thoughts swirl all around. And yet, Lord, beneath them all, you have taken up residence in me. And you are nearer to me than my own soul. And so, Lord, knowing that I'm yours, I offer to you my prayers. I offer them to you out of a place of enjoying being with you and knowing that you hear. Lord, I pray that you would free me from living for the approval of others. Lord, it's a beautiful thing to be approved by others, to be liked, to be admired. And those things are a gift. And Lord, I so quickly take that gift and substitute it for you. And I believe that if others like me, then I can be okay. Quickly forgetting that you're the only one that can make anything okay. So I pray, Lord, that you would free me from that need to be approved by others. Lord, I want it. But Lord, you, you free me from needing it. And Lord, I, I just pray for a life of simplicity and freedom from loving money. Lord, you know how quickly I feel secure and strong when I have money and how quickly I feel unstable 
and weak and full of fear when I don't think there's going to be enough. Lord, the approval of others and the love of money are just cruel gods. But you are good and you are kind. Lord, everything that I have is from you. Everything I've ever had is from you and everything that I will ever have is a gift. Lord, thank you that you're patient with me when I worship money. But Lord, you intend to root it out by your spirit and Jesus, you have suffered and died for that love of money. So I pray that you would free me from it this day and Lord, teach me to be generous, make me mindful of the needs of others. And Lord, I pray for the flourishing of all people in my place. Lord, from the littlest ones in the womb to those who are even in their last days. I thank you for my place, Winston-Salem, for its many neighborhoods and industries. Lord, you know our sins and you know places of brokenness and you know our glories. Lord, this place is as corrupted as um, as lung cancer, and this place is as sweet as a Krispy Kreme donut when the hot light's on. And Lord, I pray that you would cause this place to flourish. The people that I know I interact with, people in my church, people in my neighborhood, pray that you would help us to flourish. And Lord, I lift up my voice in prayer the way that you taught me, Lord Jesus, and taught each of us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And Lord, as I take this time of prayer out into the day, I do so with your good word over me, this benediction. Your words, Lord Jesus, from the Gospel of John. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Amen.